If there's something you missed on this week's show, or maybe you want to hear it again, subscribe to Success in the New Retirement Podcast. We have new shows weekly and a full archive covering upcoming tax changes, RMDs, and of course, your retirement planning. The Success in the New Retirement Podcast, now available wherever you subscribe to your favorite shows. Getting Uncle Sam out of your pocket. This is Success in the New Retirement with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. That's also the name of the book. It's called Success in the New Retirement. And when you schedule that consultation, you'll walk away with a copy of the book. Some great information and education as well. 480-680-6868. Get more information about the book at successinthenewretirement.com. We were talking a little bit off the air about the Super Bowl coming to Arizona in 2023. And you said that there's really no buzz. Nobody's really talking about it. Doesn't look like a lot of excitement. You know, the only time I've heard a buzz about the Super Bowl is uh, <laughs> I had a, a friend of mine that has a friend in Paradise Valley, and he has a really nice home there. And he actually has it lined up that a fairly famous person is going to be like using his home for the week, mm-hmm. like kind of like a VRBO for that week. Is this where you're staying, Matt? Are yes. You you're a fairly famous <laughs> no, person. No, is, is that, you, you would is, be is blown away. Guess how much he's he's renting his VRBO house for the week of the Super Bowl. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say what about five hundred a night? No. Are you more. insane? Come on, Mark. What is Super it? Bowl? What twenty five hundred, three thousand a night? One hundred and fifty thousand for the week. For the week. One hundred and fifty thousand. Yes. Is it rented? Yes, to a fairly famous person. In fact, someone that's part of the the whole event. Wow. Un- so, oh, well, that's what they charge them. You said if it's a famous uh, person that's a part of the event. I don't care. 150000 to oh, rent a house for the week. That is a pretty penny. Matt, I am so excited that you're getting that much money for your house, Matt. I am proud of you. So, you know, Mark, you were thinking of coming out here and staying at my house during that time? <laughs> nope. Well, gotta, have I got a Sunday? surprise for you. I've got a tent in the backyard <laughs> with your name all over it. No, no, no. You can stay in the house. It's just going to cost you an arm and a leg. 1200 a night, and that's just for the garage at best. Oh, you want to use the Shared bathroom? Room. Uh, Shared room. <laughs> we'll, uh, because full transparency, I'm in a Atlanta. You know, you're obviously in Phoenix. And when we had the Super Bowl come here, that's all anybody talked about was the excitement, the money, the parties, the celebrities, everything coming to town. But you you were kind of like, yeah, we get it so much that it's really not that big of a deal. Well, we've had it. I looked it up. We had it in 2008. We had it in 2015 and now 2023. So it happens like what, every eight years or so. And then again, it's times with the the waste management open, you know, so again, it's, there's a lot going on during that week. So you could stay pretty busy. We get it. You're popular. Your state is awesome. It's Good the weather. You. Do you think it has anything to do with the proximity to Vegas? No. no. Have you, I mean, or have LA. you been in Phoenix? Have you been in Phoenix during the waste management open? No, I was going to come. Golf course? I was going to come this year, but you had to get the Super Bowl and I can't find anywhere to stay. I mean, there's like 300,000 people that go out to that because everybody's like, I'm getting out of Wisconsin or I'm leaving wherever and I'm going to go where it's nice weather and... So, yeah, it's pretty awesome. So why wouldn't you always have the Super Bowl at 
a warm weather place that people can just really, you know, get out of the cold and enjoy it. Yeah, you know what? seems like an obvious choice, right? For 150000 to Airbnb it, I'm all in. <laughs> I'm happy for you. The reason I bring that up is it was this weekend back in 1966, the rights to the first four Super Bowls were sold to CBS and NBC for a total of $9.5 million. So let's com- that still seems pretty high though, right? Back from back then, yeah, that's that, a lot of money. Okay, you know how much they it brings in, more. yeah. An estimated for whatever channel gets the broadcast rights, you know how much it brings in now. I would say they make uh, five hundred million. Okay, Damon, I'll say four hundred ninety-nine million. <laughs> <laughs> you're both to take it. <laughs> you're both spot on. Five hundred million. In revenues, I real and now, Mark, you got to tell people that you know you did not tell us that before. We really did guess that. So I didn't tell you. I text you that information. Hey, look, that's a great. <laughs> that's a great return on your investment. Uh, so you know, let's talk about some returns on investments here because one that's not been too popular in this very volatile market has been bonds. Do you see that bonds could make a comeback in twenty twenty three, or are there better opportunities out there? Well, I definitely think that the bond market's going to be interesting for 2023. A couple of reasons. Number one, bonds go down when interest rates go up, but they go up when interest rates go down. So again, if you, if you were heading towards a recession, which a lot of people think we are, and the Fed potentially would then start dropping interest rates, that would mean bonds would actually start going up in value. The other thing is bonds, you know, this year we didn't play it out that way, but in most years, as we head into a recession, you know, bonds play out really well because they're the safe play. And so bonds have already taken a huge hit in 2022. There's a lot of people that don't think they could go down much more. And so, you know, could that be a flight to safety place that when the market starts taking a hit as, you know, the recession takes hold, could you have a safe haven play um, with bonds? So I think bonds could be a good investment strategy for 2023. But you still got to be careful because they're expecting to raise interest rates at the beginning. So it's not like you can just jump in and it's all smooth sailing. You've got to have a plan with that. But but bonds definitely can be a place that can provide some returns next year. 480-680-6868 to discuss your strategies moving forward into 2023 with Damon Roberts, Matt Deaton, and the team at Acute Wealth Advisors. All right, while I'm asking you about methods and strategies that work, what about the 4% rule of withdrawing 4% of your financial assets to fund retirement? Like, do you think it's a good model or some people say it's flawed? How do you feel about the 4% rule? Well, you know, the 4% rule is a good place to start, I think. And and what we're really talking about there is how much can I withdraw from my nest egg and still have it be sustainable over time and over a period of time that we don't know how long it's going to be, right? So you have to kind of take a step back and say, all right, here's how much you have. And if you want this to be sustainable, statistics say that you're going to, you know, if you're a married couple um, and you've already hit 60 years old, there's a high probability. I think it's like 48 percent that one of you lives to be 93 years old. And statistics show that people are living almost 14, 15 years longer than their grandparents. So longevity is there. And these are people that also have diabetes and have the same things that their parents and grandparents died from. Right. They're still living. And so you can't sell yourself short and you have to understand how do I make this balance? How do I create an income? Right. That isn't all over the place. Right. Because I don't want to just take out the interest because some years I'm taking out a whole bunch and the next year I'm taking out nothing. 
right? Because I've, I'm negative. And so you've got to build a plan that's going to allow to, to live life, but also have it be sustainable over a long retirement window. And that's, that's where that 4% rule comes in. And so is it 3%? Is it 4%? You know, how much risk can you take based on that? A lot of that depends on the rest of the story. You know, does my social security and a pension meet all my, my income needs? Well, then, then the variables change. But if I'm drawing every single penny of my income in retirement outside of Social Security from my nest egg, then how much risk I take and the vehicles I use to provide that income also change. And so the variables are going to be different. But that 4% rule is something that, that it should at least be discussed. And, that, and the question is, is not so much about what percent, but what is going to be sustainable for me and my house to be able to provide income over this retirement uh, time span that I don't know how long it's going to last, but I, I better plan as if it's going to be a pretty long time so I don't have to go back to work, you know, or go back and live with the kids. Yeah. You know, Mark, it reminded me of a client I just met with. So he came in with kind of that same question and he literally came in and said, Hey, how much can I withdraw from this? Is it three or 4%? What's, what's the right amount? And so we, the first thing we do with a, a brand new client is we do a portfolio analysis on the, their current holdings because we, Damon and I, we want to understand what you currently have, how you're invested, what kind of risk you have. We want to be able to show you what you're paying in fees. But one of the main factors and one of the main pieces of information that we can also pull from that is we can determine how much volatility your portfolio has, what kind of returns it has, and actually quantify that in a distribution rate. So we have a report that will literally say in your particular situation with how much money you have, with how it's invested, with what kind of risk you have, you know, you can appropriately take 5% a year from this portfolio and it should never run out. You should take 1%, 2%, 5%, 3%, whatever it is. And so we, we ran this report for the client and I sat back down with them. And again, we went through everything. We showed them, Hey, look, this is what kind of, you know, investments you have. This is how much your, you know, of it's in mutual funds. These are the fees on those mutual funds. You know, here's your returns, here's your risk. And then we turned the page and we got to the distribution rate. In his particular case, it was 1.25%. And so the way that he was invested, if he had a million dollars in that account, he could take out 12,500 bucks a year if he wanted to make sure he doesn't run out. Mm. Now, how depressing would that be? I saved a million bucks and I can spend (laughs) 12 grand. But that's the type of risk that he had. And so it then allowed us to have this conversation to say, look, why is that so low? Well, let's turn back the other pages and let's look at your returns. Let's look at the risk that you took to get those returns. And we're able to easily uncover some issues that his financial plan had that he was totally unaware of. And so he came in asking this question. We're able to give him data and say, well, actually, in your situation, it's far lower. So what changes need to be made? So now that million dollar portfolio could produce thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 a year. And now we have you know some tangible evidence to be able to say, these are the types of changes we need to make to help you accomplish this goal. And now he knows what he can spend and it's a substantial amount and he can add that to his social security and to his pension and they're off and running with retirement. And so that's the value I think is, is you know, we've all heard these percentages, we've heard these numbers, but is that true in your particular situation? The only way you're gonna know that is if you have a portfolio review and you actually analyze that to determine can I do what the experts are saying or am I too aggressive or am I not aggressive enough? What are the issues that are preventing me from spending the money that I'll need in retirement and making sure that I don't run out? 
Take advantage of that complimentary portfolio review from Damon Roberts, Matt Deaton, and the team at Acute Wealth Advisors. 480-680-6868. We have a team member from Acute Wealth Advisors standing by right now to talk to you, to get you on the calendar when it's most convenient for you. And of course, you can get all this information at success in the new retirements. Well, that does it for this weekend show. If you missed anything, we do invite you to subscribe to the Success in the New Retirement podcast with a new show weekly and a full archive. Just put a search on it across all your podcast platforms. We'll be back next weekend for Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. Thanks for listening. This has been Success in the New Retirement, powered by Acute Wealth Advisors. Thanks for listening. Want more from Damon and Matt? Check out successinthenewretirement.com. And while you're there, drop us an email with your questions. 